Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the American's perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. Yeah! Yeah, smack it! Rooster and the Devil! We're here! We're going to talk football. Is that how we're going to start it? Cut it however you want, bro. It's a crazy week. Uh, yeah, it was... Where do we start? Jim, what's up? Howdy, guys. Thanks for uh, covering for me last week. Our pleasure. We had fun with uh, Matt. Shout out to the South Coast Derby. Absolutely. Yeah, Southampton. Start there. Southampton swept up today, huh? Yes, but uh, Portsmouth gave him a very nervous first 35 minutes. So I did watch, I watched really the first half of that game. And Portsmouth had a couple of really good looks before any goals were scored. And they were at home. It would have been a whole different ballgame. But they didn't get it. Uh, Danny Ings put in two goals in the first half. And then I'm not, I didn't check on who scored the other two goals. But great atmosphere. Fun watch. South Coast Derby. Um, but then I got into... So at halftime, it looked like it was already over. It's like Portsmouth was done. So I flipped on the Spurs game. And caught the second half of that game in its entirety. And, uh, oh, it was bad. It was just a bad loss. <laughs> it was fun to see, Col- I don't know how to say it, Colchester. That Col- little stadium yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And all of our young guys were starting the game. But at the 70th, at this, and, and from what I could see in the second half, just Things that we have seen a lot lately, and it can't be denied that there's a lack of creativity in the final third, um, stagnant almost, and especially when teams park the bus against Tottenham, they can't break through. They need they need like a counterattack in a way to get some speed going through that middle area, and uh, they lost. They they lost. They played they played great against us. They. They didn't get a whole lot of opportunities, and Spurs certainly had plenty of chances to put it away and absolutely should have, but just never did it out of the Carabao Cup. Well, I think the only thing that you guys really lose by losing the Carabao Cup is just that playing time for the those group of young guys you saw today. I mean, that's um, – and, you know, even that to that sense, it might not be the worst thing because um, you guys at some point might have to count on some of those young guys, so keeping them healthy will be good. Yeah, it was interesting to see uh, Erickson and Sonny go out there at the 70th minute. You could see the sense of desperation, but uh, they didn't do anything. Erickson looked terrible, worse than I've ever seen. He has. Other than the North London Derby, he's looked very shit. And Sonny, too, hasn't been his usual creative self. Um so yeah, there's there's definitely some issues, and I don't I don't want to wipe away that. But to Jimmy's point, yeah, it's 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 just you know a run of five or six games that we can avoid injuries for, um, especially since the Carabao True. Cup ends earlier, I think, than the FA by quite a long shot. I want to say like February. I mean, it takes an entire competition out of their their legs, which it does. I don't know. 
if and we have discussed the Carabao Cup at length, like how good would it feel to win that? Still would feel great, I think. But yeah, you know, it's I like it Jimmy's point. It's a great point, Jim. Um, you know, Tangana Tanganga uh, at center back, who looks like a really promising young young player, and then Troy Parrott getting him some more minutes. It is just kind of a bummer that we won't have those anymore. Oliver Skip, Oliver Skip, Deli Alley started. Yep. Yep. Lucas started. Yeah, it's it's still though it's it's alarming. I mean, I'm not going to dismiss, and we can maybe we'll rant on that at the end. But um, yeah, I think I saw 13 away English clubs, right? So domestic, 13 consecutive away losses for Spurs, um, which is quite remarkable. Or without without a win, I should say, because like they drew at City. That's terrible. It's really bad. It's really bad. Well, if it makes you feel better, we haven't run one on the road since February, so. It does make me feel a little better, Jim. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. Yeah. Misery loves company. I yeah, mean, you have your own problems. Let's go right into it. Get the misery out of the way, and then we can be happy later. Yeah, what happened? Why? Why? Can you... Okay. I have not been maybe close enough to it, and Jimmy, we didn't get to talk to you last week, but why is there this just overwhelming narrative? Is it just the, the, the nature of football in general and the way that fans turn? Like, I'll get into my rant about how fickle Spurs fans apparently are, um, and they forget last season so easily. But why is Ole on the chopping block? And I saw Phil Jones, you know, the thing we retweeted where he's, like, <laughs> sacked in the morning. <laughs> What's the deal, man? And he was like, what? Shut up. We're on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Woodward. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, so – the the most Phil Jonesy thing I've seen in a while because you don't see him on the field that often and with yeah, his Phil no, Jones fish that, face. Yeah, I I, uh, I I get some of the negativity right. Like the like I said, we haven't won on the road since February, um, which is increasingly uh, disappointing. You know, um, we we lost at Palace earlier. Or I'm sorry, lost at home against Palace earlier this season. Um, I think that it's it's not where it's not where they expected to be, and and I get it. But I think that for me, you know, also having gone through the last six seven years, um, this team looks different still to me. Like, I, like for the reasons I pointed out, right? There's lots of young guys, and um, and I like that they're blooding some of them. I wish that uh, I wish that Greenwood would have been on the bench on um, on Saturday or on Sunday. So that you know, when when Rashford got hurt, that Greenwood could have came in at that center forward position. Um, it's not not Jesse Lingard. Um, you know, I I I'm I'm ready for the long haul. Like I'm, uh, I think that I, I my expectations are still top six, um, which are way less than a lot of fans wanted. Um, but like I I would like to finish top six, and I'd like to you know see some growth from the young guys, and that's. That's really where I'm at this season, and so, uh, you know, I, it's Man United, so they're always going to want wins, and so they're always going to, you know, first sign of trouble, chase coaches out. I mean, that's been the mo recently, but I, I'm I'm good with Ali. Like I I don't hate his team decisions. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Andreas Pereira, but you know, with the uh, with the limited players that we have, yeah, that, that I don't want to see him starting. Um, you know, I'd love to see Tahith Chong get some more uh, game time and stuff like that over some of those guys. I love Juan Mata as a professional. I mean, consummate professional um, and good for the clubhouse. Um, 
but it's still a little cringeworthy to see him start. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It it really sucks. It's hard. It's hard to watch, but I'm I'm so in. Two O hammers, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, That's a beautiful London Stadium. <laughs> it is a it is a beautiful stadium, but you know they're so far away from the field. Like I feel like they kills some of that. They atmosphere. need to remedy that. They need to remedy. I don't that. know how though, because the shape, right? So it's mm-hmm. like it's it's not like it's just floating all around. So you can't you can't really close anything in. They could figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's it sucks, but I'm 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 okay. I'm I'm in like a zen zen state. Brad, See, I know you've been in a zen state you, in the last couple weeks. So yeah. Yeah, I'm zen out, dude. Like look at look at United and look at Spurs. Hey, um, seventh Spurs on eight points. Eighth, United yeah. on eight points. Guess what? You're fucking three points out of third. Just mm-hmm. relax, people. I don't get the craziness. We're six matches into a 38-game season. I can't believe it on Twitter it's how insane, often I'm poach out, poach out, poach out. I'm just Reddit like, is what? no better. It's just do you know what he? Do you know what the club was before him? Like, Dude, you're preaching the choir, but he is the expectation. Same with United, though, Jim. Like when you're talking about your new, new and improved or new, new approach to things, you're still three points out of third place. I mean, the sky is not falling, guys. No, it's not by 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 no means. And like, I'm not I'm not sitting here being like, yeah, you know, we're in a complete rebuild. Like, we have a lot of good players. Like, I still expect to compete in most matches that we're in. Um, but I like you every know. match. Yeah, I mean. Yes, I think Compete. I think even you know like the the biggest thing is you know our two biggest rivals are the two best teams in English football right now. Shit. So we can we can at least like you know emotionally get up for that game even if we're not matching yeah. them talent wise. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this guy's falling in. I'm I'm not ready to chase Ali out. Um, you know, I obviously the big when whenever there's like a like a big name manager who's taking a quote unquote sabbatical where they're like off for a year. Um, and there's a big club that's struggling. Like that's I hate that. Like when it starts. So like the um, Jose's always no, in that room. No, rumor. no, no, not, <laughs> not for you, not for no. you. But in that like <laughs> narrative. No, for us it's uh, Allegri <laughs> who coached Juventus the last couple of years and arguably is a good coach. But again, with all the young guys, I'd rather have a consistent message. Um, and yeah. I don't think that his message is even bad. I think it's just you know going out and executing and and it'll get there. So, I haven't ca- I haven't heard the calls for his head as loud as I have for Poach, but maybe that's because I'm sensitive to Spurs narrative. I don't know, on man. Yeah, I, I, think I think it's more. But I think the difference. Think so? I think the difference is with with Ollie is that like he had such and and and, and now that Poach shouldn't have this, but like um, because of the club legend that he is was a player. Like I feel like even even if there's fans like you know I'd love to move on to another coach. They're just not gonna be as vocal because they still respect him as like as a Man United legend. So they're still. Gonna, I mean, obviously, there's people gonna shout it and people that are gonna hint at it and fans are gonna hint at it. But um, you know, I, you know, poke, you know, poke is is huge. He is the reason Tottenham is what they are now. But it's not like he was a club legend before he took over either. So it's. I, I think it's a little bit the di- the dynamic is a little bit different in that sense. So. I don't understand how he hasn't earned the grace at this point. You know, <sighs> uh, I, I still think he has, but yeah, it's 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 all gonna be fine. So Jim, 
Okay, let's talk about the fixtures, or the results rather, of, of the last Premier League before we kind of move on from this. What did you, did you have can a chance? I, can I just read? Yeah. Can I read one last thing? Sorry. So, Jim, on this note, you sent a text. Here's why I'm okay today as a United fan. Apart from being spoiled for riches for the last 30 years, let's just look at this decade, which most United fans would call rough. Two Premier League titles, three second places, two Champions League finals appearances, one Europa League title, one FA Cup title, two EFL Cup titles. We also support one of the youngest rosters in Premier League with lots of promise and reported recorded revenue yet again. So, Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the sky's falling. Everything's terrible, right? I mean, I, 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 I get it. As somebody who grew like, when I, when I mean spoiled, like, I mean, like, it was a rare year to go through an entire season and not have some sort of like hardware or like, you know, not be in like the semifinals of the champions league or not be in the, I mean, I think what was the stat? I don't think, I think after like, was it 92? I don't think Manchester United finished outside the top three under Sir Alex Ferguson. So we went it's absurd. 20 years absolutely not finishing worse than third. Like, so I, I I get you know some of the people that watch all of that like they you get certain expectations but I I think you have to be reasonable and this is the first like I like this roster way more than any of the other eight hundred eighty million pounds they've spent in the last six years um, I think that there's promise it still needs it still needs to, it still needs some additions and I, I think that they're, they're growing the right way for the first time so I'm I'm good. Take me to take me to sixth place. Take me back to the Europa League. I I don't care. I I, I like the direction. Good. Yeah, I like. I'll, oh, I love one Basaka. <laughs> yeah, one Basaka is I a fucking. You guys need to get rid of Pogba. Uh, I they wouldn't. Will. I wouldn't hate that. Next I year, he's it's the handshake thing that Jimmy talked about. I think I'm on board with yep. that. Yeah. yeah, that made made a lot of sense at the time. So Jim, what did you when I said results? I meant. Our results. So, did you watch the West Ham match at all? Did you catch any of it? I watched all the way up to the seventieth minute. Um, so, what happened? It, what was the jam? It was. Um, it was so like I turned it off shortly after uh, Rashford picked up. A, I think a groin injury is what they said. Um, and then Lingard had to come in, and <laughs> and that was what I tweeted out about. Uh, you know, we've spent eight hundred eighty million pounds in the last six years, and we have Jesse Lingard playing striker. Um, I, I get it. Like he's no good. It's not. It's, it's not even that he's bad. It's just he's not. He's not a striker. Out of position. I think that yeah. you know. I think that yeah. you know. Rashford isn't even playing striker this year when Martial's healthy. Martial's been playing up there, or he was playing up there before he got hurt. Ooh, excuse me. You never know when a young winger would be a very talented striker, though. Right. So. Well, I, I think that the the problem was is just. Um, you know, lacking that 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 extra creativity. You no, know, Pogba Pogba's not in. So you so you put in Nemanja Matic, who is solid defensively, but he's not creative at all. Um, he's not going to play those beautiful through you balls that Rashford. Yeah, you, you need, need it. You abs- in the midfield, everyone in the midfield has to be creative. Absolutely, and even as you know, as professional as Juan Mata is, he's in. He can be creative when he gets on the ball, but he he lacks the the pace and power of someone like Pogba to drive that through. Um, Pereira mm. is, is is a great squad depth player, but shouldn't he shouldn't be starting week in and week out for us. Um, I like McTominay when he's paired McTominay. with Pogba, but without when McTominay is playing with uh, with with Matic, he you know he's not the creative force and he tries to do too much. So 
I think that we're just lacking, you know, that, that killer throw up top. And even Daniel James, for all the good that he's done, you know, the first couple games of the season, he's still in his first ever Premier League season coming up from the championship, and he's only 21 years old. So I'm, um, you know, I think he's still finding his feet. So I think that, you know, for a lot of that game, we just couldn't, you know, couldn't put uh, good, uh, good pieces together. Um, Rashford actually had a good opportunity in the first couple minutes where he was wide open and somehow, like, I don't, like, I think he's got the yips because he's like slowed up I saw and that. someone caught him from behind. Um, yeah. It was just ugly. What were the uh, West Ham goals like? Uh, the first goal was was a great, like, uh, it came into the box and Yarm- uh, yeah, Yarmolenko cut in and made a great touch across and just put it right in the side netting. It was a great shot. It was a great goal. Um, nice. I think that was, uh, you know, um, you know, sleeping a little bit on that backside um, was Ashley Young. Um, obviously, with Luke Shaw out, it's a huge defensive liability mm-hmm. for for us having Ashley Young in there. Um, mm-hmm. But again, we'll we'll sort that out. I don't know. It just it was it was listless. It wasn't. Uh, there was a bunch of a bunch of kids right out there running around and no one taking charge. So um, there was no point in that game that I watched that I felt like Man United was in control or that they had a chance to really come back and and take that game. So. That was disappointing. I was disappointed to see them not compete. So, fair. Entirely disappointing. That's, yeah. Then we have Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah was we saying, were also very disappointing on the weekend. Nah. You guys, uh, you guys, like, I think we've been like kind of matching tone here recently. Like, you know, we both we'll lose the same later. weekend. Hang we with both us. tie the Hang same. With us. It was that's true, Jim. Yeah, Michael, what did you see? What's your take? Lester, uh, type I mean, VAR? yeah, have to. That's oh. the very first thing that ah. jumps out because yeah, they were up one zero. Spurs were up one zero. Looked dominant. A great Harry Kane goal, by the way. It was <laughs> a very interesting goal. What did you say Kane about goal? that? That was that was just genius. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah, genius. It, it was determination in striker form. It was Harry. It's beautiful. Looks like a freaking so, moron, so the, but he went so in. So the second goal, Tottenham are still on the offense, the on the front foot, as the soccer people would say, right? Very good. Got one, <laughs> and uh, so they got a second goal. Uh, it was awesome. Serge Aurier from the right side of the box got his first ever Tottenham goal. Everything looked kosher. Brilliant little hard shot. Took a little deflection, but his first goal, he posted up in the corner. All pumps. He scored his first ever Tottenham goal. And then VAR, like four plays before the goal, there was an offsides that was within millimeters. I couldn't tell. I was watching the game. I was like, there's no way they'll call this back. There's no way. There's There's nothing there that's clear and obvious. You're talking millimeters, fractions of an inch <laughs> that they called this offsides. Four plays before the goal. Like, like play had moved on from that. There was a pass and then some action and another pass and a goal. It was, it was a sad display of VAR. And it completely changed the tenor of the game because Lester came right down and then put one in a minute later after this controversial goal. And you have to imagine the atmosphere in the stadium. They're down 2-0. They're terrified. 
VAR comes back. It's a big cheer. So even though we're on the front foot, they all of a sudden get momentum from an overturned VAR call and put a goal in immediately. And then it's right before halftime. That changes everything. You know, it was it was it was in the the second half, and I don't I don't disagree. I think it was a terrible call. I think it was like it was. I was watching. I was like, wow, I cannot believe they overturned that. Like I was just like. There's nothing there. They were like staring at the same picture for like ten minutes. I was like, no, nah, there's nothing there. It's uh, it's fine, um, but t- I, I agree. There's a certain level of momentum, but you're still up one nothing. You still have two very veteran uh, center backs mm-hmm. back there. You have a veteran lineup really out there, like you know uh, of guys. And it was just uh, that mental lapse. Like that's that's I I don't blame that on VAR. Because like one one, they played well. I don't think that can be taken away no, from them at all. No, not at all. But I think that like VAR didn't give Lester that first goal. That was that was Tottenham. Like it did in a way. It though. didn't. Like it didn't though. You're still it did that immediate momentum no, is such a huge boost. The not not for not for a team. Not for a team that's played that long together at that level. Like that's that, that's what I'm saying. Like that's. That's a team that's played together. It's been been through battles for years now, and like they've been in those situations. That's I I, I put that on. I don't I I, bl- I I definitely agree. The VAR goal sucked, but that's still on Tottenham uh, not laying the yeah. first goal. That second goal was that second goal was brilliant by James it's Madison. True. By the way, very nice with- Madison. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. What was the first goal again? Um, who scored the first goal? It wasn't beautiful. It wasn't. It was kind of gross. Yeah. Was I, it Harvey? Was it Harvey Barnes? But that Madison game? goal, and I want to talk. I want to double click on Madison for a second for this game because he looked. He's a good player. He was fun. Yeah. Lester was fun to Lester watch. Lester is fun to watch. They're good. You know, we lost the the title to Lester in 2016, and I'll never forgive the rest of the Premier League for how they fucking hated on us um, and loved loved rooting against us actively, like players in the media saying they hope Spurs lose, they hope Leicester wins, like out- outwardly shitting on us. But I love Leicester. Always have been a fan, especially that season was so cool for them, even though we finished second. Um, so, yeah, and they're fun to watch this year. And it feels like we talked about them coming into the season, you know, as a contender for a top four, and why not? The way that they've looked so far, I think they drew with Chelsea – um, obviously, they beat us. You know, it's still very doable They're for them. Three right now. Yeah. yeah. So good. Good for them. And West Ham is four. Yeah, good for them. But I agree with everything about the VAR call. At the same time, I couldn't agree with Jimmy more. You, you have to close out those games. Uh, it's just something you have to do. It's the second half. Yeah, it's a bummer. I completely agree, Micah. Momentum shift, all that stuff. The feeling, just the feeling, right? And you can and you can tell it that. The personality of the team shows, but the personality of the team should show determination, and you're still up 1-0 um, and, and get the job Listen. done. And Spurs look a little leaky at the back this year, got to say. Yeah. And our right back uh, situation Foyt is a problem. Foyt is healthy. And, and Danny though. Rose, no. let's be honest, everyone loves Danny Rose from the supporters' perspective, but yeah, he's not doing he's anything getting special old. out there. Agreed. Anyway, yeah, not a great result, but still fine. Oh, well, it happens. Good on Lester. All right. Yep. So let's move forward. Fuck this past. Let's bury <laughs> it. It's all, it's all done. Yeah. 
I like it. It's done. Who are we playing next weekend? Jimmy, you know who United has offhand? Um, no, I was trying to think of uh, who we're playing in the Carabao Cup tomorrow. I don't remember. Oh. Um, oh. You going to watch that? Oh. Yeah, I was actually excited because I, I had a meeting at 3 today. I wasn't going to be able to watch anything. But tomorrow I'm off all afternoon, so um, I'll definitely be watching the game. I just can't for life of me remember. I know it's a small team. Maybe Rochdale or something like that. I think that might be um, right. It is Rochdale. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Tottenham. Uh, There's a more exciting right. match coming for United uh, on Monday, September 30. Oh yeah, Arsenal. Mm. Yes, tasty ones coming. Yeah. No, I think uh, so. You know, with uh, one no- thing, just a little side note, I will say, playing in the Europa League sucks because almost all of our games are on Sunday or Monday. If you mm. look at the schedule going forward, they're like all fall. It's the Sunday or Monday game. Um, almost no Saturdays at all because of, you know, we play on Thursdays in the Europa League, so. Do you go to church? I don't go, <laughs> I don't go to church, but I, I like, I love having that for Saturday morning. Like, that's, it's the best part of What's waking up. What's Sunday morning? Sunday morning's a fantastic time. It's it good. is. <laughs> it is good. All right, and how about Spurs, Mike? Did you look at their schedule? Uh, yeah, we play, uh, our boy Matt's team, Southampton. <laughs> We should get them on the pod after to get some uh, distraction or uh, some reflections. That would be Sorry. fun. That would be. Um, so yeah, we got the 10 a.m. game at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Should be a win. I don't think it's earned the name White Hart Lane yet. No, it definitely hasn't. Uh, then we got Sheffield Liverpool is a 7:30 game. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, West Ham. It's I watched, at Sheffield. I watched the Sheffield Everton game. Sheffield took it to Same here, dude. It was yeah, sick. It was good. Substitute came best, on. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best game talk, in that time. Talk slot. about it more. What else happened? Sheffield took it to him, man. Sheffield. So they, they scored yeah. on their first corner. Like, uh, I think Everton had had like six or seven corners at that point. And it was the first corner. Um, it was just like, you know, inside and went in. Um, and then they had a, a counterattack goal late. Um, the guy played a perfectly weighted pass through, Ugh. and the forward and the forward just came beat around the defender and just touched it through Pickford's legs for uh, that goal. goal for the second goal. Yeah, it was it was, it was fun. Yeah, uh, I love when newly promoted teams are fun. <laughs> yeah, and they they're are all three they are pretty. Fun. So far, that was at Goodison Park kind of too, was it not? Goodison Park, I think. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. At Everton. Yep. Very impressive. Good for Sheffield. Yep. So then you got Burnmouth, uh, West Ham at 10. Aston Villa, Burnley at 10. Chelsea, Brighton, 10. Man, man, man. Crystal Palace, Norwich. Mm, I like that uh, one. Wolves, Watford, which is last year's um, Everton battle. Well, that's a battle of, yeah. That's a battle of uh last last place teams right now, right? Wolves and Watford. Yeah, it is. That's a relegation battle this year, Amazing. which makes it kind of cool. And Watford today, to their credit, got a Carabao Cup win. So, after that 8-0 yeah. massacre drubbing. <laughs> did you uh did you did you read uh Ben Foster's interview after that game? He was like No. He was like they're going to score 10 at some point. He was like, it was just an onslaught. He's like, he's like, it's like, it's like watching helplessly when you know that there's nothing that you, and that anyone in front of you can do, and you're just like watching it Slaughter. come in, and you're like, 
Oh, I hope they miss because I'm not going to be able to save this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch that game, but I was following along with the goals on my phone, and I was just like, they got another. They got another. There's like yeah. five at halftime, I think. The machine. I think they, the machine that I is in the city. I think they hit some posts in that game, too. De Bruyne to... Uh, someone had a hat trick. Someone had a hat trick. Uh, I think... Was it Sterling? No. I don't I don't know if Sterling played. Was it Saturday I think, I think Mahrez and Silva started that game. Bernardo Silva. I think it might have been Bernardo Jesus Silva. Jesus had a goal. Yeah, All right. Yeah, Silva had a goal in first minute. Then Aguero had a penalty seventh. Mahrez had one at the twelfth. Bernardo Silva, Silva had three. He had a hat trick. Yes. 15, yep. 48, and 60. Otamendi had one, and De Bruyne had one. Did Did you see the De Bruyne God. pass to that first goal to David Silva? Yes. Oh yes. my God! I I hid in my basement and I rubbed myself to that goal, <laughs> that that pass, because you know how I love Kevin De Bruyne, oh. and his crosses are just they're oh, not thought. real crosses; they're passes. He's passing Gosh. it into the danger area. It was it was filthy. <laughs> Yeah, he's very good. Very nice. The crossing stats don't apply to him, is all I have to say. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, I, I slob his knob every single podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then Everton, Man City is the twelve thirty game. That's a good one. Oh, Sunday. Gosh. I don't think it's going to be a good one. I think Man City is going to beat them no. at least 5 nothing. Mark Man City is going to run through opponents like rag dolls right now. Yeah. There's nothing more terrifying than a focused Man City. Yeah. It's true. Gotta catch him on a long <laughs> on a long uh long lazy drive on a Sunday morning out to Norwich. That's how you catch him. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> how do they do against Norwich? This machine. You never know. How they doing? Are they in uh, first? They must be in first the way we're sucking their dick. Oh. Right? Is it on the road a, is a is a good question. There's a whole different monster in first place right now. It's at Everton. So, you know. Yeah, Liverpool, know. full points from six matches so far. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Nope. Liverpool is the machine this year. Yeah, I'd, Much I'd, prefer I'd, Liverpool I'd, like, to City, that's for sure. I, I feel like it's inevitable. Like, somehow, Liverpool will lose one game all year, and Man City will still, uh, yet again, beat them. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. It's fine. I know, it's I know, funny. me too. I don't know why. I think I prefer, sorry, Helder, I think I prefer City to Liverpool. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah. Definitely not. I, I prefer Liverpool, but. Oh, no, Liverpool can I don't suck mind either way. I would, I, would love, <laughs> I would love to see him set a uh, record setting second place points again. Just as he sips his Modelo. What do you got, a little Mexican lager? Absolutely. It's special. It's why delicious. not? Why not? <laughs> Oh my! How you doing? How you doing, Jim? Life's good with the new baby at this point. How old? Uh, she turned two months on Sunday already. Two months crazy. already. Yeah. Man. Yep. So everybody's good. Everybody's happy and healthy. Um, Sleeping she didn't, better. She didn't bit. join us tonight, so that's <laughs> something to win. We miss her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, All right. So moving on yeah. from family. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, family. Family. Uh, Leicester Newcastle is the only game on Sunday at Leicester at uh, King Power, and then Monday we have the big one, 
Manchester United, Arsenal at uh, uh, Old Trafford. Oh, at Old Trafford, good. Fuck them up. I hope Come so on, Jim. Strat rest. We're gonna start. See you <laughs> for a bit. Uh, it looks like he might be all right, but I mean, we'll see. I don't. He definitely, he definitely won't be around tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping we see more of uh, you know, the young gun, Mason Greenwood. Um. That'd be sweet if he started in a prime he, time well, he, Premier League. He, he, so game. we didn't we didn't That's talk a about the year. Um, yeah, so Europa since League? since the well since the last last uh um yeah, we'll have played three games in a week. You know, we had the Europa League game on Thursday. Um youngest ever player to score uh youngest player to ever score in a European competition at seventeen. Um last Thursday in the winter. That's a yes. cool stat. Um, you know, obviously the disappointment on Saturday, and then we have Rochdale to, tomorrow. So I, I would, I would expect that you see. I would love to see Greenwood back out there. Um, I'm not sure why he wasn't even on the match day squad on Sunday, um, but uh, you know, if he's healthy, I I'd, I want to see more of him. I actually want to see more of Tahith Chong. I, I want to see you know if if James like tomorrow. I want to see James Garner. Um, in midfield, I want to see Angel Gomes uh, out there running. Like, I want to see like bring me the U twenty three squad tomorrow. Like, and I, I want to see those guys go because there is a ton of young guys that um, I'm really That's excited what we did about. Today, yeah, 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 yeah the U twenty three. It's the only move. Yeah, and if we win, great. If we lose, okay. Um, I love that all the big guys play away. In the first round of Carabao, that's cool. That's it is cool. That's nice cool. touch. I, I think yeah, but I think the FA Cup's even more fun for that. You know, when you get into like what was it a couple years ago when there was like a, a round of thirty-two game where Arsenal had to go to like a, a five hundred seat stadium, um, and that guy five thousand, got to be five thousand, maybe five thousand. But like that was the one where that keeper uh, walked down to the pub at halftime and grabbed like a, like a meat pie and a beer and was like caught oh. eating on the bench. I don't know if you remember that, but <laughs> I don't remember that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, well, he got in trouble for it. Cause I think that he was like, uh, there was like a bet on whether or not, cause he's a, he was a huge guy. He was like a big fat guy. He was like in his early forties. Um, cause it was a, it was a, it was a non-league side. That was playing, yeah. so so those guys have regular yeah, jobs. The pub team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but that's what's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I love to see those type of things, but maybe maybe less fat goalkeepers eating on the sideline. <laughs> so I did take a peek at Salford City in League Two because Colchester is in League Two, and I was kind of curious about where they stood. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like right above relegation zone. That yeah, five it, spots it was always it, gonna, so, but they're hanging on. Yeah, I think it was going to be you know an interesting season. You know, first first time they've ever been this high. Um, I I still love Salford even though they didn't respond to my email message I sent them. Um, they have a spot in my heart. They're uh, owned owned by the class of '92, so Man Manchester guys and you know Salford's in Manchester. Um, we should write them a hand letter from Rooster and the Devil. It, like I will tell you right Mail now if in. I. If I ever get a chance to go to a game at Old Trafford, I will also hit up a game at Salford while I'm there. Um, it's a beautiful it's stadium. Near. The, the Peninsula Stadium. Um, it's a beautiful stadium. So, and they actually just are, you know, got done rebuilding or are in the process of rebuilding it. 
I don't know. It was on their website, but um, yeah, go Salford. The Amies, if you, uh, it's their nickname, um, which is uh, short for the Amateurs, which was their original nickname. So, oh, that's cool. Sure. Indeed. I'm gonna get a beer. Indeed. All right. You guys. Let's talk. talk uh, let's talk. Well, we we just talked about your. Your Carabao Cup matchup, Jim. I kind of wanted to get into mm-hmm. some Champions League. Um, ah, yes, 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 yes. You know, it's it's. Uh, let's talk about the matches that actually all of them on that day will be before our podcast. Um, so we have Atalanta, Shakhtar, Donetsk, um, and then Real Ukrainian Ukrainian yeah. squad, Real Madrid, Club Bruges, City, yep. Dinamo Zagreb. Servena Zaveda, Red Star via Olympiacos, Lokomotiv Moscow via Atletico Madrid, and the big one probably is Tottenham at home against Bayern. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought that you guys had a pretty tough group based off of the draw. You know, Bayern... Um, is still very good. I don't think they're, you know, like five, eight years ago good, but they're still obviously very good. They're still still won the German League, what, like eight years in a row now. Um, no Robin. Yeah. Lewandowski's getting old, but still good. Thomas Miller. Oh, he's, still, he's still lethal. They got uh, yeah. uh, uh, Coutinho coming to visit. Um, oh, my as God. Well as, yeah. Um, they, I mean, they're still, they're still extremely talented. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... Potent. Um, still, yeah, potent potables. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> personal, personal favorite. Mine. He won't, Jeopardy he won't, reference. Yes. Nice. <laughs> um, he won't play tomorrow, but like I really like Alfonso Davies. He's the Canadian kid they signed from Vancouver Whitecaps. I think uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, very exciting young player. He won't play, but just wanted to throw his name out there as well. Yeah, I Absolutely. think it's gonna be a tough matchup. What do you? Uh, what are you more most concerned about going into that game, especially after the way the game finished at Olympiacos, um, you know, yeah. last Tuesday? Yeah, I think I think we in the Champions League. It's it's interesting. The different competitions are interesting to me. Like things can be hitting the fan in the Premier League, and Spurs will come out and turn in a, a legitimately not you know world class, meaning quality, uh, um, worthy of the Champions League performance. Uh, the next match day in the Champions League after looking like shit on the weekend in the Premier League. And I don't know if that's just... Is that just because the leagues are so different style of play, Jim? Just real quick. Yeah, that I mean, definitely the Premier Like, even the lower-level Premier League teams offer up more of a challenge because they're built to play those top six teams. Um, but yeah, to your point, yeah, different. Gotcha. Yeah, I, would, I worry about uh, us at the back, not so much offensively. I know that the offense has been incredibly uncreative in the Premier League, but... Champions League, we seem to find ways to score goals, so I worry about the defensive situation there. Um, I, I'd probably go for a two-two draw or something like that again, just come out of there with a point. So we'll have to see. There are a couple, by the way. Feel free to weigh in on the Bayern Spurs matchup, uh, Michael. That's what we've been talking about. But there are several bigger, bigger, bigger matches that I want to get your guys' take on. Some fun ones. Yeah, Michael. What are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to against uh, Bayern Munich? Next Tuesday. Bayern fucking Munich. Yep. Uh, is it at Bayern? It's Spurs. No, it's, yep. In England. I mean, 
It's it's just it's it's what Champions League is all about. Facing off the uh, the monster of the Bundesliga at home. What fun! It's great. It's great. But uh, I mean, I can't say I'm confident in the way that we are playing. Although you have to take us back to the last podcast one week ago. All of us were super happy. We had just crushed Palace for nothing. And <laughs> so I don't know. It's all it's all weird. And we didn't lose to a bad Leicester side today. It was the bad win, uh, the bad loss. But I don't know. We were trotting out all our young guys, and it's fine. Um, I don't know what the I don't know what to make up the matchup of Bayern. Like it's going to be electric atmosphere. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. It'll be fun. This we know. Um, yeah. So the one I'm really eyeing is on Wednesday. So we can preview that in the next pod. But it's Barcelona Inter. Mm. Barcelona tied Dortmund first game. Yes, they did. That 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 group is unbelievable. Brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. Um, I mean, Barcelona's struggling a little bit. Um, Messi's struggling to stay healthy. Um, Inter's been really good um, domestically. Um, uh, how do they? Do you, uh, what was the score of the first game um, for them? Um, Magic one, one Champions zero, League. Zero. Oh, it was 0-0. What's that? Yeah, okay. Bort, uh, yeah, Dortmund and Barcelona, 0-0. No, no, I'm sorry, Inter. What was Inter's first, oh. first score? I don't recall. Uh, check. They, their group, yeah, their group, they played um, Valencia, I think. No, maybe not. Maybe that was no, a No, it can be Valencia because Valencia can't be in the same group as Barcelona. Valencia's with Ajax, Chelsea, and uh, Lille. At any rate, I just I just remember like Inter, Barca, Dortmund, and Slavia Prague in Group F is. So I think they beat Slavia Prague, but I know that going into that game, that Liverpool and Inter were the only two teams in the competition that were undefeated. Uh, had won every match domestically coming into that match day, and, and obviously Liverpool lost. Um, and I don't know that Inter has lost since then. I know they beat AC Milan over the weekend. You know, Inter is just in, in great form right now. Um, so, yeah, it should be interesting to see if, if A, Messi's healthy, and um, and B, if, uh, if Inter's still rolling at that point. That's a big if with Messi. Yeah, well, he tried to play today, and he ended up leaving. He got subbed off um, with a... What they're describing as a minor groin injury, um, but yeah, he didn't make the full match today. Um, so I don't know. Interesting. Should yeah. be a fun one. The other one I'm eyeing yeah. on Wednesday is Valencia Ajax. Kind of like that. That's cool. Yeah, uh, but the fun one in that is uh, the Dutch national team keeper um, Jasper Sillison is the Valencia goalkeeper, mm. and he'll be playing against you know, obviously the biggest team in in the Netherlands. So. Um, little side side stories always. Champions League, you gotta love it. Absolutely, it's magic. All right, you know. So we wanted to do a little role play this evening. Uh, oh, oh! Yes, guys, wow. ready for a little <laughs> role play? Yeah. <laughs> Turn right. down the lights, ladies so, and gentlemen. <laughs> Rooster and the Devil after dark. All right. You are the captain of Watford. 
Uh, you just come off of a very bad loss to Man City, 8 nothing. Um, who are you, and, and what's your opinion of how you are right now? <laughs> You're Troy Deeney. And now you are Troy Deeney. You don't have to speak in, speak in his voice, but you just have to say his thoughts. What I would say is we got smoked, and we're going to work to get better. I know that the, the players in this side have a lot more pride than what we showed today. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hopefully we kick on. We've been training hard. Uh, we're going to go out there and get a Carabao Cup win this next week, and then we'll get right back to our domestic form and start climbing the table. Yeah, but how do you really feel? You, now you're unplugged, Troy Dini. Your, your squad stinks. You're in relegation. Mate, I want to go beat somebody's fucking ass in a pub. <laughs> I want to hit him in the fucking mouth and kick him in the face. That's fair. That's accurate. Maybe go to jail. I don't know. All right, Jimmy, I got one specifically for you that I did not write <laughs> in the text. Okay. Harry, Harry Maguire watching Tottenham lose to Leicester's old team. And... They're in third place. What's his thought right now? How's he thinking? My old team. Uh, I have a slab well, head. Well, I was uh, I was gonna watch the game, but I was too busy counting my wages for the week. Uh, <laughs> thanks again, Man United. <laughs> Wanted to play here since I was a boy. I heard they paid well. Yeah, I am getting paid well. I don't know. I, mean, I think that that's uh, great. Yeah, I'm happy for them. Um, you know, I wish them all the success in the world. But we did beat them, you know, not too long ago. So I'm not super worried about them personally. Uh, you know, we beat them one nothing. They did not score on us. Um, so Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Slabhead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, my team just lost to a League Two side. It was pathetic. Uh... Right after we blew another lead, we're in disarray. The media's on our ass. How are you doing, Poach? Of course, the team is unsettled. Uh, we think after the transfer window, we will push on. Uh, the performance at the weekend was not bad, uh, but... Of course, this is a frustrating loss, but uh, I still like the effort from the player. Uh, this is an embarrassment. Uh, we are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ali, uh, you've lost a lot of matches. Uh, how many road losses have you had in a row? You, you said it earlier, or since what month? We, ha- we haven't won on the road since February. I think since we beat uh, PSG at PSG. What do you need to improve with the current squad? And, you know, what else do you need in the transfer window moving forward, Ali? Uh, I think we just need some time to get healthy. Um, you know, we don't, we're, again, we don't have a full squad. You know, we're missing class players like Martial and Pogba, um, Luke Shaw on defense. Um, they're not excuses. It's just uh, uh, part of the game. And, you know, we, uh, we have lots of young guys and uh and you know some some veterans filling in there, um, but we we just need to we need to find some consistency. We need to um, you know produce on a consistent level. I think you know today's loss was probably the worst of the season for us. You know against West Ham, 
as far as performance goes, I think that uh, um, we were hard done on some of the earlier ones, and, and I don't think we're far off from from really, you know, getting that first win. And I think for the lads, it's just about, you know, getting that first win and getting that, that mental uh, block out of the way and, and, and going forward from there. And they're young kids, and, and uh, we're all learning together. We'll figure it out. It's crazy how young players are, professional athletes, because they look so grown up, but they're younger than us. Much younger. So we're, we're, we would be like Twilight players in our careers. I've been playing in the MLS. <laughs> 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 I've, already, I've already retired, and now I'm a top 10 player in the MLS. Hell yeah. Um, Which is a good I, I want to role play this one. I had this one picked out for me. Uh, I'm Why? Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Now that he's headed to Derby County, Jimmy, you take. I can't Jimmy, do a British accent, it, but yeah. I really want to. I'm gonna try. Right, yeah, go, go do it. <laughs> oh, DC United, shit! <laughs> no, <laughs> see, I, I, I immediately go to Australia. Just, so go I'm just gonna it. go. DC United is shit. MLS, I don't understand it. We have to fly commercial with all the plebes. It's a professional soccer league in America. I, I thought this was going to be great. But instead, 14 teams out of 24 make the playoffs? Oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll try hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really try hard the rest of the season. Uh, but I'm going to Derby County, Derby County in January. I don't care about DC United. I just don't. I don't care about MLS playoffs. MLS is weak. As soon as I get out of here, I'm going to shit on them every chance I get. And that's all I have to say <laughs> as Wayne Rooney. L- listen, listen, to my, listen to my podcast. The I Wayne, like the podcast. The Wayne Rooney podcast. Do you like the podcast? I think it's fun. Uh, he, he is fun. He's so toned down compared to what he was when he was younger. But um, I think it's the Men in Blazers guy, right, that is yeah. the host? Is it Roger Bennett that hosts it? forget but it, the host is legit yeah i can't remember i only listened to that one you sent me um so shout out wayne rooney podcast there's only three episodes but they good yeah, I, don't he, I don't know he might be busy he's got you know other stuff going on sure it's you, three interesting episodes talk about somebody who never took care of themselves at all <laughs> it's part of his charm though jim don't you think a little bit Oh, it's just crazy. I'm just a world beater, and I'm going to do it my way. Right? Brett Favre? Oh, my gosh. Is that a good analogy? Brett Favre? I think so. But I just remember it's had to be, like, 2012, maybe. This is, like, right. I think it might have been the last year of Alex Ferguson. He was playing up top as a striker. And I think they played Everton. And someone backpassed it to Phil Jagielka. And... Phil turns and passes it out, and Rooney just comes by and just fucking forearms him across the jaw and keeps running. <laughs> and when the, and, and, like fucking Rooney, mate. And, and when the way, when when the ref blows the whistle, he's like, "What?" He's like, just like, <laughs> just losing his mind. Like, I didn't even fucking touch him. It's like, yeah, dude, everyone's gonna see that, and oh, they know. Like pretty pretty far. Like, he didn't get a red card. I think he got like a, like a yellow card or a warning or something. But like. If you Good watch that back him. in VAR, like he like, like <laughs> just like pops him. Like you can see like you can see like Phil's like jaw like move to the side. It's like slow motion. It was so filthy. Aggressive shithousery, Jim. 
Oh, yeah, well, he's just fucking... <laughs> just a kid off the streets playing soccer, man. Like, he's never quit good. playing that way. Oh, oh they're good old days. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's younger than I am. I don't know why I'm saying that like he's a kid, but... Exactly. Oh. That's what I said earlier. They all look old. Oh, Wayne it's is, a whole different world. Wayne, and they are living their prime. They're Wayne living has lived their prime hard, at a young age. Though. Like, he's lived hard. Like, you know that dude is just partying all the, all the time. All the prostitutes I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. And, like, his hair plugs are worse than Brian Urlacher's. I'm telling you. Like, those things are awful. He should have just shaved his head and went bald. <laughs> like like you exactly go with go with grace and dignity. I have to admit that I did buy some uh, anti thinning shampoo. That a baby, that's a real thing. Niacin. Yeah. No, it's all natural. Nice. I don't know what's in it. Bought it on the internet. Uh, I like I was dude. I was like thinning when I was like sixteen years old. I just was like, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm, just, I'm not even gonna like you know let this go softly. I'm just gonna lean into it and start shaving my head. Everyone will get used to it. So. so can you think of any of your favorite bald players of the history yeah. of Manchester Brad United? Brad yeah. He didn't play for Manchester United. But oh, yeah. sorry. Um, or anybody. Sorry, sorry. Yep. I just want bald uh, people. Yep, Stam. He played center back, you know, and some of those uh, amazing <laughs> 1990s teams. Like, another, like, leg-breaking defense. Like, he, was, he was amazing. I love that guy. I would like, expect nothing else of a bald man. He was... He was <laughs> He was like that guy that was like ready to like fucking just throw down fists like on the field, you know, if you like looked funny at him. So, yeah, he was he's probably my favorite bald guy that's ever played for Man United. <laughs> Who other do you any other bald people uh bald males stick out to you? <laughs> Michael Bradley. There's one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, you know, stylistically style of play I that I play guy. when I play like men's over 30 league. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Me and me and Bradley are, are you know, bald brothers that way. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, Zidane was bald. Here's a, here's a uh, so goalkeeper wise, uh, there was a, a French goalkeeper before Hugo Lloris uh, came along as a young and his name was Fabian Barthez. He was actually a little undersized for a goalkeeper. He was actually about my size, which is undersized. You know, these guys are all like six weak, five, six, six. Jimmy's yeah. like six two, by the way. <laughs> And uh, he's, he's, he's a legit keeper. <laughs> but I'm just like they're like he was it's on side. He was just a crazy fucker. Like, and you have to be, yeah, to be a good goalie. You yeah. have to be crazy in your head. Yeah, so I'm I, not a good goalie. <laughs> so I I like him um, as well. If we're talking about bald soccer players. I like Zidane. Um, and, and real quick, we're at 54 minutes. De Gea. Speaking of goalkeepers. You were trying to get rid of him last year. Not get rid you guys of. Signed him to I, a I wasn't, five I year extension. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. What the like, fuck are you doing? Jimmy was I saying was, the I was okay with, thing. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was okay. I was okay if De Gea wanted to go. Like if that's a lot of money. It's a, it is a lot of money, and like I'm, I'm glad we're locked down. Um, I will just say I don't know. I actually really like Dean Henderson. He's the goalkeeper for Sheffield United. He's on loan from Manchester United, like, and he's 21, and I think he's a good keeper, other than the silly hat he has to wear every time there's a sunny day. Yeah, but he's a good keeper, and I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. You want, like, he, De Gea's 28, um, and he's a really he's good player. He's only 28? Yeah, he's so a really young. good player. Um, so young. But I, I, I wasn't, I, w- I wouldn't have been sad if they let him go, 
Um, it, it seems short-sighted now because, you know, when they were talking about him leaving, there was a bunch of clubs looking for goalies, and now no one's looking for goalies. And so he's like, yeah, I'll sign a lucrative deal with you. And it's like, okay. Um, I, Is he still good? <laughs> he's still good. He's, st- he's still, like, on his best day, he's still world-class. But, uh, you know, there was a, a couple years ago, you might have argued he was the best goalkeeper in the world pretty easily. And that's just not the case now. Jan Oblak for Atletico Madrid is is just incredible. Um, he's easily the best goalkeeper in the world for me at this moment. And Atletico tied Juventus Champions League last week. Came back, right? They were down 2 nothing. Yeah. came back. 2-2, two, two, yeah. yeah. Is there any other manager in the world that looks more like a drug cartel manager, uh, like like a... Like a, what's his damn name? Pablo Escobar. That looks more like a Pablo Escobar esque person than Atletico Madrid's manager, Jim. D- Diego Simeone. Diego uh, Simeone. <laughs> I gotta look him up. He uh, wears all black. He's, like he is. Dude, a he could drug dealer. He could. He could be like like he could be passable in a movie for like uh, Danny Trejo's like younger brother. You know, I don't know if you know that he played like Machete and <laughs> oh, yeah. um, oh yeah, uh, like that dude. <laughs> He's in old country for uh, no country for old men. Oh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if he is or not. But like, he's just yeah. You're right. Tyndall's right. He like he's always. He's always dressed like he's going to a hit after the game. Um, yeah, and he's got Diego Co- uh, Diego uh, Costa like on his squad, who yeah. literally is a drug cartel person. Did you see what? the off-road video of him in the off-season, by the way? Did I send that to you guys? That no. is the craziest shit I've ever seen. He is a professional footballer, and he's driving these, like, like buggies, like uh, like go-karts at, like, I oh, think it has 60 miles an hour through, it. like, heavy forest. He's a crazy person. Diego Costa is a crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I like I'm sorry that. for these I like that, I like that in a man. Wow. Especially, I think when you're a professional athlete, you get a little leash on the crazy scale. You know what I mean? Well, if the Not in American hold. sports, man. Like Antonio Brown? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He got a leash and he's been he crazy. hung himself by the leash. Well, yeah, he's he's CTE <sighs> brain. So you can, in Central you can, Michigan? Yeah. You can trace you can trace Antonio Brown's mental illness back to that hit that Vontez Perfect laid laid on him. Um, yep, like I rewatched <laughs> it today. I rewatched the hit. It's, and it's so brutal. violent. Yeah, there's like I thought he died. I saw that live and I thought he died yeah. on the field. Happens a yeah, couple times uh, a year where you think someone. Danny died. Rose had a concussion against Leicester on the field. Very clear. I thought we should take oh, some remember. time, maybe in the next pod, and talk about maybe concussions and football uh, and soccer gym and what your take is on it because I, I would find your perspective interesting on it yeah i got a now. i got a bunch of no we got uh we're close to time and we can it's a tease yeah, right. um yeah i'll, I'll, I'll talk to it from the youth concussions yeah. in soccer <laughs> rooster after <laughs> rooster and the devil after dark yeah so if you want to just tease. turn if you just want to not click you know play on next week's concussion episode that's, that's probably fine it's probably less. Uh, we'll, we'll forget. It's probably there's le- no way we'll talk about concussions next. It's probably week. less uncomfortable than the racism talk that we had. <laughs> yeah, week, so. holy shit! Do you think that was ra- that was that uncomfortable? No, I think it's uh, just no. funny for us to cover it. Yeah, it more is. than anything. Is. But I think we did okay. All right, All right. Rants. so rants. I actually exhausted my two rants, and I'll just do a brief touchback on them for for my rant. 
The Carabao Cup loss is terrible. And uh, the second MLS playoffs are ridiculous. 14 teams out of 24 teams make the playoffs. That's insane. Greater than 50% of teams make the playoffs. That's my rant. It's dumb they even have playoffs. I'm going to follow it, though. That is actually going to be the second part of my rant. I vow to half-assedly follow the MLS playoffs. Good for you, bud. I'm not going to. I'll keep you updated. Nothing like like watching terrible soccer on a Tuesday night. (laughs) I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to keep up to date with it. Jam. Jam. If you're having a hard time falling asleep, just throw on an MLS playoff game. Oh, boy. (laughs) Double down. Fuck you, DC. What what do you got, Jim? What do you got this week? So let's talk about racism. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) If you want to hear about that topic, listen to the last episode. Two two ago. No, I I think that uh, just everybody, everybody take a deep breath. Um, If you like to smoke marijuana, smoke some marijuana or drink a beer and just chill out. And enjoy the Premier League for what it is. And if you're a Spurs fan or you're a United fan, just take a deep breath. Like, the world isn't ending. There's a long ways to go. And let's be fair. If any of you guys thought that, you know, well, me United-wise, if any of you guys thought that we had a chance to win it this year, you are already delusional to begin with. So, cheers. Enjoy some football. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. Enjoy the game against Arsenal on Monday, regardless of the outcome. I hope that we just put out a good performance. Uh, Brilliant. Glory, glory, Man United. Aww. I love And Brad has that. no rant because he's obsessed with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's good. No, but do you have a soccer rant? Yeah, I would, I would just say, I would, I would echo what Jimmy said. Um... Six matches into a 38-match-week season. Um, I, don't, I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm not sickened because I'm, I'm learning about football in general still after five years, going on six. Um, I, but I feel like the fans are so fickle, and it's interesting to me. It, it feels sometimes like the top six or, or even more you can add on other squads you can add on West Ham um, not so much Palace they underachieved quite a bit but but some of the maybe Everton Everton yeah very good thank you um, West Ham and Everton in particular where they think that their squads should be so good and it should all be puppies and rain- rainbows and they should get fucking 18 points from six results and I just think I don't know I don't know if it's yeah, I'd be curious to hear Jimmy's take on, on it another time. But, you know, have, have fans become more fickle with social media involvement and communities online, um, trends building on themselves, narratives building on themselves, media becoming even more click-heavy? Um, why do we react so ridiculously? Michael referenced early in the podcast the fact that we were talking about how great Spurs looked and they were back after the 4-0 uh, defeat of Palace at home. And one week later, the sky's falling and we're really alarmed. So I think just patience, and I think we can glean a lot from what Jimmy's talked about with regard to United and the way that they're changing and him being patient, even as 
basically the Yankees fan of Yankees fans in United if we're going to have a comparison. And yet Jimmy is level-headed enough to see the bigger picture. And I think we miss that a lot with our clickbait society. And I think people just need to chill out a little bit and, and enjoy the, enjoy so the run, too. Like, I... <laughs> I enjoy yeah. the run. I enjoyed the Leicester match. It was really disappointing, but you know what? It's, it's so game. much fun, and I just love following a side. I just love it. Win, lose, draw, Spurs. I, I don't care. I just love participating in the culture that is the Premier League and these squads, and so just have fun with it. And they're going to disappoint you. They're going to overachieve. They're going to underachieve, but, but just enjoy it. I don't know. Tom slab and I'll kick your ass. I want some man united and I'm counting my cash. My weekly wages more than you'll make in your life. And I bet I could even your wife. Slab heads, 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 slab heads,